everyone and welcome to Two Words with Taku. I'm Taku Mbudzi and I'm recording this podcast in cloudy Melbourne today. The weather's not fabulous, it's raining, it's a bit dreary and yeah, I guess this topic isn't one of those sunshiny kind of topics, but it's what's on my brain. Uh, so my podcast Two Words with Taku is normally about how much I love to write. I share some of my stories, some of my stand-up comedy, just a whole heap of different things. Uh, but today this topic of forgiveness is just sitting on my heart and then I thought about reading up about it and then I remembered that I wrote this blog post and it says in December 2014, so almost three years ago. and. I just thought, well, what if I go back and read my own blog post and then actually share it with you? And so what sparked this, um, this topic and this thought around forgiveness is because um, I've lost a family member. So I got a text from my mother today saying that my family member had passed away yesterday. So it's one of my aunties. And what's come out of this sad passing is conversations with my family, my brothers around my auntie and just the memory we have of her good and some of them not so good. And so the topic of forgiveness came up because it happens quite a lot that, you know, people talk about eulogies and how you want to honor the person who's passed away and say the right thing and say nice things. But then there might be things that weren't so nice. And so how do you reconcile that? And so, yeah, I had some weird and mixed feelings this morning and then just took some quiet time reflecting on it. And then this theme of forgiveness came up again. And it seems to happen quite a bit whenever people pass away for me anyways, personally, that because of the distance and them being in Zimbabwe and me being here, I'm, I'm often forced to to stop. I'm forced to just stop and put things into perspective. And uh, yeah, I guess I had one of those days today. So I am sad. I'm sad about the family passing. I'm very reflective. And I don't know, it just felt like a thing to share because I think life is pretty real and I'm not always happy. Everyone always goes, oh, you're so happy all the time, blah, blah, blah. But you know, I'm just as normal and real and imperfect as everybody else. And so today I'm sharing this because um, I'm not like, you know, down in the dumps per se, but I'm not exactly, you know, floating on clouds. It's a sad day, you know. Um, yeah. So anyways, this topic of forgiveness, like I was saying, has just been floating around today. And I just thought I'd go back to read this blog post that I wrote. And I actually have not read this. I have not read this since I wrote it. I don't think I have. So this is going to be new again or new uh, sort of hearing myself, I guess, as I read it. So here goes. Oh, and if you want to read the original post, I have put a link to it in the description. You can find it at taku.com.au under blog and you can actually search on my website. So if you just type in forgiveness, it'll come up. But um, like I said, I'll put the link up. Okay, so what I am learning about forgiveness. That's the title of the blog post when I wrote it. And today there are things I'm still learning. Oh, because as I was thinking about my auntie and other family members, 
I decided to write a list of people who I think I need to forgive. And I've actually been surprised by how long that list is. So that's kind of inspired me thinking about this again. Okay, so now I'm going to read from my blog post exactly as it's written. I'm not going to edit anything. I wrote this two and a half years ago. And let's see what I said then and maybe what I need to hear again. What I'm learning about forgiveness. And I always used to start my blog posts with a quote. So the quote I've written here is, Forgiveness is not an occasional act. It is a constant attitude. And that's by Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, actually, that is very interesting because as I was coming to make this blog, no, as I was coming to make this episode, I kept thinking, wow, this forgiveness thing is something that I have to keep doing or I have to keep reminding myself. So to read this quote that I wrote or that I put on here back then is kind of weird and good and spooky. Okay, so here goes. The other morning, I had a major reality check when I heard Julia Gillard, the former Prime Minister of Australia, speak at a women's business networking event. Four years ago, I was so upset when she took over from Kevin Rudd, not because I actually understood the politics of it all, but because I thought it was mean and she had made a grown man cry on national TV. As I heard her clearly explain her rationale for the takeover, my heart sank with each word she uttered. When she then told us how to deal with critics in the media, our workplace or everyday lives, I could not sink low enough into my seat. I had unfairly judged this woman. Julia is a phenomenal person who has and is still achieving great things. She's passionate about the very same things as I am, empowering young people and education. In the past, I had not taken the time to really listen to her. Instead, I participated in inane conversations about her hair or attire. I felt awful and suddenly felt compelled to apologize to her. So I tweeted her. It was scary and humbling and liberating. And I did it not expecting a reply. I just needed to do so and it felt right. And there I've actually included a picture of me taking the photo at the business event. And then my tweet, I said, at Julia Gillard, you're incredible. And I'm sorry for unfairly judging you in the past. Hashtag leadership, hashtag business chicks. So that's all on the blog post. If you go have a look, I'm going to keep reading. But then this odd feeling of remorse lingered on that day as I started reflecting on the people I had judged or mistreated in the past. It felt like a curtain was lifted from my eyes and the next day I woke up in a ball of tears. I did not want to start my day on a low note and I literally needed to cheer myself up. So I started writing a list of lessons about forgiveness that I've learned or still need to learn and practice. With each one I wrote, it was more and more cathartic and I could literally see where I'd gone wrong and where I wanted to improve in the future. I've opted to share a few spotlights in my life and what they taught me. Most of the lessons speak for themselves and I hope they resonate with you too. Ah, I remember this now. Um, okay. Uh, all right, I'll keep reading. Spotlight. When someone has wronged you and they do not apologize. And uh, in the blog post, I had these little smart art things that I did. So it's almost like if you can imagine a process flow. So I'm writing what the process steps are. So when someone has wronged you and they do not apologize, you hurt my feelings. I tell you, you don't say sorry, 
I freeze zone you, we fall out. Okay, I'll keep reading. You know that hot fury you feel inside when you know someone has wronged you. They know they have wronged you. And then they act like nothing is wrong and want to continue on their merry way. Oh, hell no. <laughs> My most trusted mechanism for years was to put people in the freeze zone. I would literally just shut down or shut up the people who had hurt me because it saved me from having to deal with them and my unresolved feelings. It was so simple to delete their numbers, unfriend them on Facebook, give them the silent treatment and simply erase them from my world. But time and time again, it didn't work because I hadn't really forgiven them and I was still harboring grudges. I kept waiting for apologies that never came. It took a lot to finally decide I did not want to be angry at people, so I had to forgive and let past pain go. Instead of angrily free zoning, I was able to set up clear boundaries for myself and focus on the positive people and things in my life. Forgiveness has given me the strength to still interact with many of these people in ways that astound me. I look forward to seeing how I keep growing in this area. And then I've put some dot points. Find the courage to say what has upset you. Sometimes people genuinely do not realize they've done so. Do not assume the worst about people or their intentions. People are not perfect. They forget, make mistakes, get tired, get stressed, hormonal, hungry, change plans. Life happens. Accept that apologizing is not an easy thing for some people to do. Hmm. Forgive without expecting an apology from the person who hurt you. This is so weird reading this and I wrote this. This is bizarre, but okay, we're going with it. Um, forgive before you receive an apology. If you get one, then it's even more beautiful. Forgive and reassess or reaffirm your own boundaries. You don't have to forget. Do not free zone people as that has angry, spiteful and malicious vibes. Focus on the good people and things in your life. Okay, so just reflecting on that and the free zoning. Yeah, I'm a lot better at that. I really am. And I've recently had a situation where um, somebody kind of didn't want to know me. They used to be a friend and then they just ignored me for months on end. And then recently they're wanting to come back into my life. So my first reaction was, no, I don't think so. Free zone. You didn't want to know me. Now you want to know me. This is weird. But then I really have had to practice being gracious and being considerate and generous. And this is something that Brene Brown talks about quite a bit in her books, being generous um, of your assumptions with other people. So what's the best thing that you can think about why that person did that thing or said it or acted like that. So I think I am much better at free zoning. Um, I have had to block one person as in their number because of just that whole boundaries thing. So I have forgiven the person, but now because of boundaries for myself and just knowing that that person keeps overstepping those and things like that, I've had to block them. But that's not from an angry freeze zone kind of angle. It's more of a, uh, yeah, boundaries and self-preservation kind of thing. But hey, that's a whole nother topic. Let me keep reading the blog post. Okay, spotlight. When someone has wronged you and they do apologize 
and I've done the little process flow again. So you hurt my feelings. I tell you, you say, sorry, I jump on my high horse. We fall out. <laughs> wow. This is quite interesting. Ah, uh, okay. So what did I write? A couple of years ago, a girlfriend got very upset at me for something that she later realized I had not done intentionally. I was not happy about being unfairly accused, so I stood my ground and let her know. Eventually, after much heated exchange, she apologized. And only then did I begrudgingly apologize too. But do you think that fixed it? Nope. I got on my high horse and continued to analyze and reanalyze why she was wrong and kept telling her about it. Apologizing is such a delicate act and of course she did not want to nor deserve to hear me harp on about the things she was already feeling bad about. She soon pulled away and the friendship was history. Oh, Taku. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, the other, po other points I've written um, about this spotlight, when people do the wrong thing and they do apologize. Understand the person's character before reacting. If, it's, if it is something out of character, then be quicker to forgive. Understand the person's situation before reacting. Often, if you are compassionate enough, you can read beneath the surface emotions. I really must have been in a Zen mode when I wrote this. Uh, it's kind of nice reading it from afar or in the future, but anyhow. Uh, what else did I write? Accept responsibility for your part in the issue or misunderstanding. Keep the issue in perspective. Do not let it cloud everything and everyone else. Do not get self-righteous, even if you really have been slighted. Mm, okay, this one I've been struggling with a little bit of late, but uh, okay, okay, let's read that again. Do not get self-righteous, even if you really have been slighted. Take time out if you both need some breathing space. Say sorry without expecting the other person to say sorry too. Make it easy for people to apologize to you. You do not need the big brass band on standby. <laughs> ah, okay. Right, let's just think about this one, Taku. Uh, when someone has wronged you and they do apologize. Um, I, I think of late I've been finding that people don't necessarily say sorry, but they act nicer to me. So there is one lady in particular who, uh, she's on my list of people I need to forgive. But the reason why I don't necessarily like this lady sometimes is because she's mean to other people. So that's one of my pet hates. When other people are mean to other people then I mean to them, which honestly sounds so stupid. And it is stupid because then I'm only doing the same thing they are. But I, I really, I really don't like that. I do not like meanness. But when I get fired up, then I will say stuff to people like that is just not on. That is just ridiculous. And then I end up being a mean person too. Uh, and that's happened recently in the last couple of days. And that has been sitting on me that, mm, I don't like how that feels. However, the other day, this lady made me a cup of tea. So the mean one, the, the one who I've been not liking her vibes about. 
And she made me a cup of tea and I thought, oh, that's really sweet. Oh, that's so nice. And then this other part of me was like, but she's still so mean. <laughs> and so I thought, no, that's something I need to, to work on. And the truth is, I almost feel like maybe I should say something to her because that's integrity. You know, um, they say integrity is when you can say something to someone about them rather than go and talk to other people about that person. So, yeah, okay, this is, this is good. This is good that maybe that is an invitation for me to talk to her or maybe highlight to her because she might not be aware that that's how she comes across. And I think, um, yeah, I think that would be better for me because it's just not nice when you're just caught in the cycle of being cranky with people and then it's like, but you don't need to be and... Yeah, anyhow, I digress. Uh, what else did I write in this blog post? Another spotlight. When you have wronged someone, you apologize and they still pull away from you. Okay, in my little process flow, I've written, I hurt your feelings, you tell me, I say sorry, you pull away, we fall out. Oh, that's the most painful one. Mm-hmm, mm-mm-mm. Uh, okay, I wrote, a couple of years ago, I had a few emotional things happening in my life and I would relate my woes to one very close friend. It got to a point where I sounded like a broken record. Every time I saw my friend, I would drone on, boss her around to help me with favors and then drone on some more about my life. I really wasn't a fun friend to be around and in due course, she pulled away. By the time I realized she didn't want to be my friend anymore, it was too late. I felt awful, so I sent her emails and messages apologizing for my behavior, but it did not fix anything. She was not interested. She had free-zoned me. It took a while for me to forgive myself for how I had behaved towards her and others when I was not coping with my own issues. The guilt was sometimes unbearable. I was finally able to assess my coping mechanisms and it helped me manage the way I still share with my friends today. It also truly taught me that apologizing is not a quick fix as I first thought it would be. Though it was heartfelt, I thought it would wave a magic wand and then we would go back to normal. Hmm, that is, that is true. That is very true. Um, so under this spotlight, I've written, when you're the person who's done the wrong thing and the person you say sorry to still doesn't want to know you, then you have to work out the lesson in the situation. You have to forgive yourself first if you have done the wrong thing. And don't say sorry or forgive just to seek approval. That's a big one. And apologize freely without expecting forgiveness or for your apology to be accepted. That's another big one. And then accept that forgiveness does not come easily to some people. And accept that things will not go back to how they were. Yeah, I like that one. I'm just trying to think. If I've had that happen to me recently. Mm. Yeah, actually, there was a guy um, recently who this happened with, but he was he was dating one of my friends and there was just a big schmozzle. It wasn't very pleasant, but I remember apologizing to him for something that I'd said or done and he just would not have a bar of it. He was not interested. 
And for me, because I would like to think I'm generally very happy, easygoing, etc. I, I did kind of have a moment where I went, but but I'm trying to do the right thing. I'm, I, you know, I wasn't trying to be malicious or whatever. And they just didn't want to know me. And then I went, okay, well, I don't know what more I can do. I have to leave it there. I have to leave my heartfelt apology there. And and then I just have to move on. Um, so I guess this is a good reminder that forgiveness is not necessarily a one-sided thing. It's a mutual thing. It's a it's a um oh i don't know how to describe it but i'm just feeling like it's not you can't just expect it from others and you can't um enforce it on others if that makes sense all right on to this blog post i will continue Aisha, and the, the pictures i have in this blog post are kind of cute there's a little puppy dog waving goodbye in this one but anyways um spotlight another one when you have wronged someone, you apologize and they love you more. Oh, I like this one. Uh, so I've got the process flow. I hurt your feelings. I apologize. You forgive me. We keep talking. We grow. Yeah. Last year, a friend of mine needed to move house urgently. The apartment next to mine was vacant and I recommended my friend apply for it. The process was underway when in a moment of panic, I realized I did not want to live that close to my friend. So I suggested he not move in anymore. The way I did it was atrociously rude and selfish. Long story short, my devastated friend found somewhere else to stay and all was okay. The scale of what I had done soon hit me and I needed to apologize. My friend candidly told me how I'd made him feel, what I could learn, how it made him question my friendship, etc. I was astounded when he then said he had forgiven me. It was too soon, too easy, and I did not believe him, so I kept apologizing just to reinforce it. Over time, I actually saw through his actions, his continued genuine friendship and love that he really had. It completely humbled me, and our friendship has grown phenomenally since. I like this one, and I want to be that kind of person. Uh, when you, when you um, have somebody wrong you, they apologize and then you just love them. And that is a deep place to be. But under here I've also written, treasure the people who can be honest with you when you are wrong. Keep the dialogue flowing even if it is a little awkward. Eventually you will have to apologize for the healing process to start. Keep sharing and showing love. And accept forgiveness readily. Yeah, that one I did struggle with that because I felt so bad. And then I think the more you apologize, the more you do start to sound a bit like a broken record as well. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. So be willing to give forgiveness or to forgive others, but also be open uh, to accept forgiveness from others as well. It's like that whole love thing, you know, we always say, oh, I have so much love to give, but people sometimes struggle with receiving love, but that's a topic for another day. Okay, spotlight. I think this is the last one. Yes, it is. Spotlight. When you have wronged yourself. Mm, mm, mm. Here's my process thing. I do and say the wrong thing. It's too late to apologize. I reflect and learn. I forgive myself. I grow. And in this one, uh, I've made a little word cloud that's pictured like a dove. 
and it's got words like love, understanding, laughter, patience, modesty, humility, empathy, integrity, acceptance, kindness, dancing, gratitude, self, uh, what else? Apology. Yeah. So you can have a look at that as well. Okay. What did I write? I have some stellar cringeworthy moments when I have embarrassed myself, let myself down or repeated mistakes. I know I should not have awful business meetings, terrible presentations, awkward discussions with celebrities, crazy auditions, embarrassing first dates, ridiculous talk down to you conversations, shameful gossip sessions, uncomfortable breakups, weird hairstyles, and the list goes on. Simply put, a little modesty, humility, integrity, and thought would have done me so much good in those situations. Some of these examples are as recent as last week, but I can be kinder to myself every day knowing I'm still trying to be a better person. Every day I can consciously change my reactions and actions to myself and others. And then I've written here, take time out and find the lesson in that encounter or situation. Forgive yourself and work out how you can grow. Accept who you really are and what you truly stand for. Do not apologize for that. Accept that you cannot be perfect and will make mistakes. Accept that you can change and so can other people. Laugh out loud at yourself. You simply have to. And then at the end I've written, I would love to hear your thoughts and feedback. We really are in this together. Lots of love. Yes, really from Taku. And then I have put a very, very happy photo of me that I took. <laughs> I took this when I was visiting Melbourne years ago. Wow, I look so happy. And I am, but yeah, I like that photo. Okay, well, um, so spotlight when you have wronged yourself. I think this is probably one that I continually have to come back to when i have said the wrong thing or i've made a mistake and i feel bad and i need to give myself the space to learn from it and to be forgiving and then to laugh at it and the one example that's still popping up in my mind most recently is when i um i was about to go on my book tour last year and I was going to go to Singapore, to Dubai, to Zimbabwe and South Africa with my kids book. And my old uni had messaged me about something. I can't remember what it was, but something about maybe interviewing me or featuring me in one of their um, old students, alumni kind of promotions or something like that. I can't remember. <sighs> Honestly, I can't remember the exact details, but the end thing was... I wrote them this email. Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of you are already cringing. <laughs> I'm cringing as I talk about it because I was just like, I don't know, I was just in this zone. But in essence, my email was saying things like, come on, uni, why are you so dated with how you're promoting this kind of stuff? I've had a look at the stuff you've put on your website and you know, I studied at this uni and my lecturers were awesome and they did all these cool things, but these videos don't reflect the creativity and the amazing stuff that I learned. And if you're trying to entice new students to this uni, this doesn't look good. So in essence, what I had done was 
received an invitation from my uni to promote them and their work and for them to tell my story. I had gone to their website and some of their marketing material and put on my design eyes and then given them a design critique of their content and how they were presenting the material and then said things like, um, what else did I say? Oh, I'm about to go back to Africa and, you know, I would love to talk to the kids over there about, about you. And look, I think the intent of my email was good, but oh my goodness, the delivery of it was atrocious. And even speaking about it now, I'm cringing, but it's almost like I'm on the cusp of stand up as I'm sharing this. So what I mean as in there are some things that I've done or said that if I speak about it in a normal voice, I will feel so bad. But if I decide to just make it funny and, you know, add the comedic angle to it, then it's funny. So in this situation, it is ridiculous. Like who the hell did I think I was to just be able to tell them like, excuse me, your design stuff doesn't look cool enough. So no, you know, it's just, it's just so silly. And, um, yeah, so that's something where I've needed to go, you know what, Taku, you were just an idiot and you were just, you know, having a bit of an ego moment or whatever is happening there, but it is what it is and lesson learned, you know, lesson learned. If you don't know what to say yet, just sit on it. Um, so that's, that's just one example and yeah, definitely have things to reflect on. But I like, I like this. I like that I'm thinking about this. I am looking at my list of, of names. I've got about eight names of people who I need to forgive, some of them to forgive them again. Um, and then, yeah, at the bottom of that list is me. And it's not that I'm saying I've got lots of atrocious things that I've done or that I've got, um, I don't know, that I've got... A long list of things but it's just I think just a moment to say I'm human I'm not perfect I'm never gonna be perfect I'm gonna keep making mistakes and the same way that I you know would love people to be kind to me to be forgiving to be understanding to be generous I need to do the exact same thing and with my auntie's passing with this moment of reflecting on family, on love, perspective, story, legacy, um, memory, all of these things, I think in that is the reminder for me to be as kind to others and as forgiving and compassionate as I expect from them or hope from them. Yeah, and that's my sharing for today and the reason why i've shared it on this podcast is because i write a lot of things like this i haven't as much lately or haven't shared as much lately as i used to but um these are the kinds of things that i write so more of the deep and personal things um and and so if you are curious on some of the other lessons i i learned or have been learning along the way definitely go to my blog and if you look at taku.com.au forward slash blog, you'll find lots of different articles there, things I've been learning about friendship, about hope. Um, I think there's one in there about love, just lots of things that I've been learning over the years. And even though they're older blog posts, 
yeah, it's a quite it's quite interesting how a lot of them still ring true. And I think because I I've written them and they are already words that are up there, maybe I'll I'll keep sharing them, you know, once in a while. Okay, thank you for listening. You've been listening to Two Words with Taku and I hope you're having a wonderful day. You can follow me at taku.com.au. Uh, I'm also back on Instagram, so at Taku Speaks and Twitter at Taku Speaks. Or you can find me as Taku TV on Facebook and on YouTube. Thanks for listening and have a good night.